It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Kyle Krabs here, host of Locked On NFL Scouting. Join Joe Marino and me every day as we provide position-by-position analysis of the upcoming NFL Draft. Check out the Locked On NFL Scouting podcast with the Draft Dudes on YouTube or wherever you listen to your favorite podcasts. You are Locked On Washington football team, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. All right, everybody, we welcome you to a new episode of the Locked On Washington football team podcast. My name is Chris Russell. I am your host, and I apologize for uh, this being late. It's Tuesday evening as we record this uh, over the last 24 hours. Um, I've been sick um, and had to take one of those rapid COVID tests, um, which they tell me 95% accuracy. I tested negative, uh, but... Uh, my uh, my my kids' mom uh, and my kids in Canton, Ohio, have also uh, come up with some. My my kids' mom t- actually tested negative, uh, and um, my kids have some symptoms uh, of COVID. So it's been you know 24 plus hours of dealing with this, and it's not quite honestly fun, and it was expensive and a, a lot of time invested in it. So I apologize. About being late uh, with this episode, we'll get back on track here, Um, but just wanted to bring that up and clear that up, so in case you see anything about that, or in case you're wondering uh, why, uh, but we will tell you this, that of course, this year, this football season, very, very different as we know it. Pepsi is here to get you ready for game day, no matter how you watch this season. I'll be back at FedEx Field this Sunday, thanks to a negative test and no symptoms, Yes, I'll be drinking lots of Diet Pepsi from the can cooler in the press box. You can do the same. Pepsi is the refreshment you need to power through any game day and become a member of the League of Football Watchers. Thursday night football, little Saturday college football, Sunday night football, Washington and the Bengals on Sunday afternoon, Monday night, you get it. Because Pepsi isn't made for those who play the game, it's made for those who watch it. Go to madeforfootballwatching.com to check out the latest football watching content from Pepsi. All right, so here on this episode, we're going to hear from Alex Smith Sunday after the game in Detroit. We're going to hear from Jonathan Allen. If we have time, we're going to hear from Isaiah Wright. But what we need to do is get you the news of the day, and there's two big stories, and really a couple of big stories since we last checked in late Sunday night, early Monday morning, which was, first of all, Washington is not going to have any fans at FedEx Field this Sunday. Uh, That was made in decision in conjunction with Prince George's County, Maryland, um, the rising rapid, you know, the rising rates, if you will, uh, in Maryland and around the country. So that's a very smart idea. Number two, the Washington football team, which had not had a case of COVID since Logan Thomas, very, very, very early in training camp, finally did have a case uh, and a player test positive for COVID. It's uh, reportedly, I have not confirmed this 100%, but I believe it is absolutely true um, based on, you know, one conversation I had, but I I don't, you know, like I'm very careful with, especially 
medical stuff and whatever. It's been reported by J.P. Finley of NBC Sports Washington, uh, by the Washington Post, that it is Matt Ioannidis. I've heard the same. Uh, but again, I'm a little skeptical and not skeptical, uh, a little nervous about just automatically labeling somebody when I physically don't have 100% proof. It's not like I talked to Matt Ioannidis to confirm it. Um, so I would just leave it at that. He, of course, is on IR. He did not travel with the team. The team issued a statement uh, earlier on Tuesday uh, saying, you know, that basically, um, you know, Adam, Adam, we've heard this term, an abundance of caution, right, again. Well, here's, uh, you know, what, what, what they were saying um, on Tuesday morning. Last night, we were made aware that a Washington player tested positive for COVID-19. The player immediately self-isolated, and the contact tracing data was evaluated. All of the player's close contacts have been told to quarantine. So... Um, you know, that doesn't mean that those close contacts are players. That could mean Matt's wife, uh, family, friends, what have you. Our organization has entered the NFL's intensive protocols, the statement said. All meetings this week will be conducted virtually, and the Inova Sports Performance Center will only be open to staff with limited access granted to the players. We will continue to work closely with the NFL's chief medical officer and follow the league's guidance. The health and safety of our players, coach, and staff is our number one priority. All right, so that sounded ominous when they issued that statement. Again, that was earlier on Tuesday morning. Now, in the meantime, what we've had is this. The team is actually going to be able to still handle their practices, even though that first statement was a little bit, in my opinion, um, maybe misleading a little bit. So here's the deal. What we received as part of the media is, due to COVID-19 protocols, practice this week will be scaled back, and individual periods will only be about 10 minutes. So normally, for those of you that don't know, individual periods, which are not just like everyone working on their own, but individual groups, meaning the wide receivers work with the wide receivers, quarterbacks usually work in some combination with the running backs or the wide receivers after working by themselves, running backs, so on and so forth, the defense on another field. Usually that period is somewhere between about 20 and 25 minutes. So what they're saying is this week it will be about 10 minutes. So they're actually going to practice a little bit later on Wednesday, Thursday, and Friday this week. Um, instead of 11.45, 11.45, 11.25, Wednesday through Friday, it's 12.05, 12.05, 11.45, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday. So a little bit later this week, um, I guess probably because they're going to have to have their Zoom meetings in the morning instead of having everybody at the facility, right? So apparently they're going to have their Zoom meetings at the facility, uh, or I should say their Zoom meetings in the morning team meetings, individual unit meetings, what have you, limited in terms of time, individual period for technique work and whatever, then a practice. And what they're saying is um, they're not even giving us an approximate time for when Ron Rivera and Jack Del Rio and Scott Turner and, and Alex Smith will be available. Usually on Wednesdays and Thursdays, it's about 1.30. But again, that's with practice normally starting at 11.45. So we don't know 
because it's now a 12.05, we don't know if it'll be a little bit later or if it's still going to be around that time and it's just going to be a shorter practice. My guess is it's going to be a shorter practice because they don't want the players there all that long, right? So out of an abundance of caution, Washington is having a slightly different schedule uh, this week. We will keep you up to date on any information in that regard. So hopefully uh, Matt Ioannidis gets well uh, as quickly as possible. I mean, clearly he's on IR and done for the season. So from a football sense, usually players that are on IR and rehabbing a major injury like Ioannidis, usually they are not at the facility very often uh, during the season because the coach, uh, the training staff, the medical staff only really has the ability to handle, you know, the 53 active players and now the 16 players on practice squad, plus everyone else that has to, you know, get dealt with, right? So they don't have time to then rehab injured players or injured players that are going to take an extensive period of time, such as a Matt Ioannidis, such as Landon Collins, blown Achilles, you know, that type of thing. So usually, not all the time, for the most part, injured reserve players that are season-ending injuries do not come to the facility during the week. Now, they announced that he, of course, did not go to Detroit. That's good. Um, we don't know if there was any other close contacts with any other players. I would imagine, being that we did not hear that, being that we were not told that, then that's a really good sign that he did not have any direct close contact with any players. We've seen that be a problem around the league, most notably and recently Ben Roethlisberger, Vance McDonald with the Pittsburgh Steelers. And you have to go on a list, right, where you have to, you know, kind of five-day protocol if you're a close contact, if you're deemed a close contact by the league's tracking technology. Also, the team... Uh, in addition to taking away the fan element for this Sunday, uh, Jason Wright, and, and, and this was first reported by Sports Business Journal, they have hired a new executive uh, and a new chief financial officer. His name is Greg Resch. He used to have the same title at Telemundo and Rock Nation. And Jason Wright on Twitter added... This, quote, I'm so excited to add Greg's deep experience, creative business mind, and athlete-like work ethic to our team. He's the ideal thought partner for me as we expand the business, a new identity, slash name, a new home, new business ventures. He'll lead us into an exciting new phase. So while the name Greg Resch certainly and understandably means nothing to you, a chief financial officer is important because that person is going to be partially, if not maybe mainly responsible for negotiating the terms of a new stadium construction bill, whether that be bonds or, you know, private financing or what have you, that person is going to be spearheading that. And Jason basically is saying, look, we have a new name coming at some point, a new identity, a new brand, a new home, new business ventures, new ways to sell the product. I mean, clearly, this is an important hire. So Sports Business Journal, first to report that. So that takes care of that information. All right, I think we're caught up to date mostly on the news. Um, oh, also, one other thing. Kyle Allen was put on IR officially on Monday afternoon. So uh, that takes care of that. And Sadiq Charles, uh, going to have season-ending knee surgery. So he's not going to return according to multiple reports. See, we weren't done with the news. I forgot that since we put our, our, our Misery Monday episode early Monday morning, 
that all of this has happened. I mean, this team never, ever, 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 ever stops uh, making news. So I just wanted to make sure we got all that in there. When we come back, we will hear from Alex Smith after the game on Sunday in which he made his first start nearly two years. By the time you might be listening to this, it might be two years exactly. That anniversary coming up on Wednesday, uh, of course, November 18th, two years ago, Alex Smith, compound fracture, 17 surgeries later, and he threw for nearly 400 yards. You'll hear from the Washington quarterback next. All right, it is Chris Russell here for our friends at DoorDash. How about that, right? So you don't feel like cooking. You don't feel like dealing with all the dishes. I know. I know how people feel about that, right? Nobody wants to clean up. Even if you have a dishwasher, nobody wants to scrub the dishes. Nobody wants to load the dishwasher. Nobody wants to empty the dishwasher. So here is a perfect idea for you. Go to DoorDash, download the DoorDash app, and you can get anything you want to eat for dinner, lunch, breakfast. You want Chinese. You want pizza. Somebody wants ice cream. Froyo. Whatever that is. There's something for everyone on DoorDash. You can continue to support the restaurants in your local community safely. Thousands of different restaurants are with DoorDash. You can get it delivered to your door. Contactless delivery and everything in between. It's easy. Download the DoorDash app. Find out what you want to eat. Food will be left safely outside your door. Again, you don't even have to have any contact at all. You can tip online and all that good stuff. 300,000 partners in the U.S., Puerto Rico, Canada, and Australia, so you can get anything you really want. Right now, our listeners can get $5 off and zero delivery fees on their first order of $15 or more when you download the DoorDash app and enter the code Locked On. That's $5 off, zero delivery fees, your first order when you download the DoorDash app in the App Store and enter the code Locked On. Don't forget, code Locked On for $5 off with DoorDash. We are are brought to you by our friends at Pepsi. Thanks to a lack of natural athleticism or commitment or overbearing sports parents, fewer than 1% of 1% of 1% of 1% of 1% will play professional football. But instead of entering the NFL, you and they have joined another league. How about the League of Football Watchers? What is the League of Football Watchers? Well, I'm glad you asked. It is people that enjoy watching football with an ice cold Pepsi or Diet Pepsi in their hands. And count me in on that. I have my hand raised. I am that guy. You know that. I know that. We all know that. You should know that. This football season is different. Pepsi is here to get you ready for game day. No matter how you guys watch, Again, I'm going to be watching from FedEx Field with no fans. Once again, Joe Burrow, the number one overall pick against Chase Young, the number two overall pick. Cincinnati, Washington, this Sunday. You are going to be watching from home or wherever you want to go, but it cannot be FedEx Field, but make sure you have an ice cold Pepsi or Diet Pepsi in your right hand, your left hand, and on top of your head just for good measure because Pepsi isn't made for those who play the game. It's made for those who watch it. Go to madeforfootballwatching.com to check out the latest football watching content from our friends at Pepsi. All right, it is Chris Russell with you on the Locked On Washington football team podcast right out to Ford Field on Sunday via WashingtonFootball.com. The starting quarterback of the Washington football team, Alex Smith, making his first start in almost two years. What did you guys do to get rolling in the second half? I mean, to be honest, it wasn't a ton different. You know, obviously a little more pass heavy in the second half being down, and then we used tempo, um, a little more intermixed, I think it helped. 
I really felt like in the first half, though, we had we had a good mix as well, and and, and a ton of production, way too much production certainly to uh, to to go in with only three points. Um, so I mean, it wasn't like there were similar. I mean, we weren't doing anything crazy different in the past game. In the second half, like I said, there was a little more uh, tempo mixed in, um, but I think we just obviously did a better job in the red zone and, and obviously finishing off drives. Alex, how frustrating was that first half? Because between the 30s, you guys were moving the ball pretty well. Yeah, I mean, I, I couldn't believe, honestly, I was stunned uh, before half that we had three points, looking up that we had three points. And then you start to think about it. You know, we marched the opening drive down. Uh, you know, we're rolling. Obviously, we, we, we call the end around, and, and it takes a loss. And then on third down, I take a, a, a huge sack. Um, and all of a sudden, we're, you know, we're out of field goal range, which was crazy to think about from where we were. Uh, just, you know, it's how fast it goes and, and two, obviously two big negative plays, um, you know, and then, and then put a drive together and, and, and miss a field goal. And, and the same thing there in the half when we're rolling, uh, you know, going down to get points and obviously with the turnover with the fumble. So felt like there were nine points there easily, uh, you know, that we really didn't walk away with. So it was, it was, you know, hard to swallow. That was, you know, we only had a three on board. Uh, we were down by so much because didn't feel like it was that lopsided. You know, you look up and we were dominating the time of possession, um, and really had a lot of production as far as moving the ball and the chain. So uh, that was discouraging, you know, and, and frustrating certainly as we walked in. But at, for halftime, but I thought we did a great job, obviously uh, making some adjustments. I thought uh, the coach did a great job with some of those adjustments in the second half, and certainly us obviously capitalizing those and, and finishing off those drives. Alex, as you get more time out there, do you feel more comfortable? Do you feel like your own play is evolving? Yes. Yeah, I mean, I think obviously this was another step. You know, I got extended time last week um, coming off the bench and then, you know, another another step here this week, you know, starting and taking all the reps, uh, you know, and going out there. And, and uh, yeah, I mean, I felt good. I felt like I saw it well. I didn't feel like I was hindered at all. Um, like I moved around well when I needed to. So uh, certainly from that respect, I uh, felt, felt good out there. Like I said, I felt like I saw it well. Um, yeah. Alex, the leg itself, do you have any soreness, any pain whatsoever during the game or after the game? How was it, you know, after a full game like this? No, no, I feel good. Uh, none at all, you know. Um, I think if anything, you know, certainly wear and tear of, of stacking days and days and days. And, and that's really the rest of my body <laughs> included in that, not, not, not just my legs. So, uh, but, but nothing out there during the game. I felt great, still feel great. So uh, it, it, good sign. Alex, does all this feel normal now? I mean, you went through the first game back. You had that other one last week. Is this, is this all feeling normal? Are you at that point? Yeah, I mean, I, I think that was the scary part is how normal it felt. Uh, I think it's the scary thing. Yeah, it felt, felt really good, felt really normal. Um, you know, and, and uh, a little bit, I got to pinch myself uh, how lucky I am uh, to, to feel that way. You know, and, and I am lucky that it's progressed this far and I am where I am. Because uh, certainly a lot of people with, with similar injuries uh, aren't, aren't as lucky, so. During that last series, even though you had eight, uh, eight straight incompletions, what are you saying to the guys in the huddle to give them confidence that you can move the ball into field goal range at least? Yeah, I mean, I just think where we were in the game situation, uh, you know, a lot of those, some of those incompletions are better than completions at that point, uh, especially if they were going to be shorter in bounds. Um, 
you know, just kind of continuing to compete, you know, each play compete. Uh, you know, they, they came up and challenged us there uh, as we were moving the ball and, and, and a lot of aggressive man. And, uh, you know, we got some calls there finally with, with some defensive hold. But uh, kind of the nature of the two minutes, there were going to be some incompletions to a bunch of, you know, obviously third and fourth downs. We, you know, love that all the time. But uh, luckily we were able to convert on most of them. Hey, Alex, what's it, what's it like for you to be playing with such a young group of talent around you? And Ron said he felt like you're helping those guys develop. What's that like for you? Oh, that's amazing. I mean, that, I think that's the best part, the best part of being back. Uh, you know, certainly the guys in the locker room, but the guys in that huddle. Um, you know, and there's so much youth and energy uh, and personality. And, and uh, it's fun to see those guys, you know, go out there and make plays with them, see those guys make plays. Uh, as an old guy, it's it's, uh, it's contagious. You know, I love it. Um, you know, to have that feeling and be around that that kind of energy. What do you do as a, as a veteran? As a veteran, what do you have to do to help them? Um, I mean, I think I think really just open communication. There's not there's not any one thing. I mean, I think it's communicating all the time, um, and really that needs to be a two way dialogue. Uh, as, as you know. As we all grow in this offense, um, you know that dialogue. Those guys, we're all on the same page. But those guys are seeing the same thing that I'm seeing. They're certainly the quarterback seeing, and, and that you do you do have that open dialogue to really kind of, I think, take the offense to the next. Step. Hey, Alex. Hey, Alex uh, just out of curiosity, with you coming back, you know, after these two years of not starting, what would you attribute to all the success you've had? You just had your first 300-yard game, back-to-back -back games. You had, you know, your most completions. What do you attribute to the success, especially after the time off? Um, I mean, as a quarterback, you're a product of the guys around you. And uh, certainly, like I said, all the, all the, we talked about all this young talent in the huddle with me, certainly the guys up front uh, battled today to drop back and throw it that many times. Um, and those guys that fight the way they did for Morgan to move over, um, you know, mid-drive, it says a lot about those guys and, and uh, their talent. And then certainly the guys on the outside they continue to make plays. So, uh, you know, that's, that's, that's the deal. You're obviously quarterbacks. Like very much the product of the, the guys in the huddle with you, and, and uh, certainly lucky to have a lot of guys out there that are, that are, are working. Hey, hey Alex, Alex you Ron had the opportunity. Hey, Alex, the uh, the last time you you started a game, Adrian Peterson was your teammate, and you got the opportunity to see him at the end of the game. What was that conversation like? Oh, I mean, I, I, obviously, uh, Adrian and I are very, really close, and uh, um, you know, it was amazing. I got to see him before the game too, and, and, and really kind of talk it up then. But just uh, obviously, there's a bond that's so special about this game when when you do uh, you know go through the ups and downs, and, and that you know that, that come with this game, you you grow close, and there's a bond there that I, I think uh, it lasts a lifetime. And certainly, you can see guys that you haven't seen in a while, and and a lot of uh, uh, memories and emotions come back. And, and uh, uh, you know, I don't need to go on about obviously Adrian's. You know, talent, ability, but certainly him as a person. Uh, how much I enjoyed playing with him, learning from him, and just the, the, the human that he is. So uh, it was great to see him there. Hey, Alex, uh, Ron has talked about with the team with so many young guys. You guys are the team collectively still learning to win and now learning how to finish. Obviously, you've been there, done that. So from your perspective, what does that mean when you're with these guys right now? What is that step that, that these guys hopefully are, are learning yeah. to? To, 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 to move forward with yeah it's, it's you know it's funny it's never usually one thing you know it's it's uh it's a hundred little things that add up you know and, and i think we all had them we can all 
we can all be a, a, just a little bit better in a ton of different areas, and, and oftentimes that's what turns the tide. Um, I mean, I think we, you know, we said it. How many, uh, how many plays could have gone differently there in the first half and the second half, and, and that's a different ball game. So um, you got to keep fighting for all those plays. You never know when they're going to come. You got to keep fighting to, to what can you do better to, to help the team um, next time, and, and obviously, uh, hopefully, you make those plays. Technically, Alex, you guys are still what your in the record is right now. What is the belief level of this team right now? Because it's such a weird, wacky year within the division. Your record, it is what it is, but you're still in the division race. What is what is the belief level right now in this locker room? I mean, I think we know what kind of football we're capable of playing. Uh, I think we know what kind of character and talent we have in this locker room. Uh, certainly, it's about us going out and doing it consistently, though. You know, too many times it's you know half here, half there. Uh, key, key. You know, whether it be turnovers or, or mistakes in key situations uh, that, that have really hurt us. And it's so a finding a way to, to, to turn that, and, you know, really ultimately, you know, live it one, one week at a time. You know, obviously flush this and move on. And we we, we got we to gotta go and find a way to win this next week. All right. Once again, that is quarterback Alex Smith, whose two-year anniversary of the gruesome compound fracture will come up on Wednesday of this week, November the 18th. What else can you say about that guy? Call him the miracle man, right? No touchdown passes, but uh, almost 400 yards and almost a great comeback win. Now it's time to get win number one back for the new Alex Smith. All right, when we return, we'll hear quickly from Jonathan Allen, Washington defensive lineman, one of the leaders of the defense, and certainly a lot of frustration, no doubt. That's next. All right, guys, it is Chris Russell here for our friends at Built Go. That's right. If you need a little energy pick-me-up, and quite honestly, who doesn't these days, right? Whether it's mid-morning, whether it's mid-afternoon, whether it's after a workout, whether it's to get you going in the morning, whether it's to stay awake and alert at night because you have too much work to do, laundry to do, cleaning to do, whatever the situation is, instead of taking one of those sugary, uh, energy-filled with God knows what, uh, energy shots, here's what you do. You take Built Go. It's like the five-hour energy shot without that same crash feeling, without the sugar. It's natural. It's good for your body. Three delicious flavors, peanut butter, honey, chocolate, coconut, chocolate, mint. It's like drinking a monster drink with a third of the caffeine and better results. Built Go has your B6, your B12, your collagen, which promotes joint, soft tissue, hair, and skin health. They make you feel better and look better. Guys, I'm telling you, Built Go is the way to go. It's a little energy gel that you just squeeze right in, and away it goes in those three delicious flavors. So visit BuiltGo.com, use the promo code LOCKED, and you'll get 20% off on your next order. Use the promo code LOCKED, 20% off at BuiltGo.com, and baby... Let's go. Is your team eliminated from the playoffs and in need of reinforcements? Maybe it's time for a rebuild, or maybe they're just a player or two away from taking home the Lombardi Trophy. Either way, join Keith Sanchez and Damian Parson for Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast. They'll tell you which college football stars your team will be taking in the 2024 NFL Draft. Check out Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. All right, we finish up the Locked On Washington football team podcast with Jonathan Allen. Just a warning, uh, he does 
um, utter a curse word briefly uh, in his first answer. So if you're sensitive to some sort of language, just want to make sure you guys know. I couldn't cut it out because it would distort the answer. I, I think we're all adults here. If you do not like, if you do not like certain expletives, certainly I would advise you to just be on the lookout here maybe turn down your radio for about or your your volume rather for about 30 45 seconds uh as soon as we hear jonathan allen start talking which is right now um you guys struggled against the run early what would you do to to kind of have a better second half there it's kind of been the thing of the season you know first of all it's been a tell of two halves we play a terrible shitty first half and we come out we play a better second half and the thing is, when people think why that is, they think we're doing something different and we're doing some magical plays, and there's really not any of that. It's doing your job to a higher level. It's doing the little things right. And that's ultimately what's killing us. We're not doing the little things right, and that's me included. And it's the reason we got to go back to the drawing board. we gotta fake, We got to self-analyze, and everyone's got to take responsibility for what they're putting on that film. Hey, John, that final drive by Detroit, there were 16 seconds left. What was the defensive approach there uh, going, going against the Lions that final drive? Um, as a defensive line, you got to get there. You can't let them pass the ball. We know more than likely this, the ball's going to come out quick. They have three timeouts. We assumed the shot was going to be taken in there, and we just didn't finish the game. I mean, there's really nothing else to it. Kudos to them. They did a good job. And they made the plays they needed to make to win at the end of the day. John, do you do you say anything to Chase Young about that penalty? Um, after the game, I didn't. I didn't. I didn't. Chase is an amazing player, and he's going to be a great player for the Redskins for a long time to come. I haven't met one person in this NFL who's ever played perfect. I haven't met one person who's never made a mistake. It is what it is. He didn't lose us the game. I promise you that. <laughs> and that's what, that's what I want to tell him. He did not lose us the game. There was too many things that happened that we shouldn't have been in that situation. And... I, I, I feel for him because I, I, I just know people are going to try to put this game on him, and it's not on him. He played an amazing game. He played a good game. He made a mistake. I made mistakes. We've all made mistakes in this game. So, I mean, we just have to look back as a team and as a unit what we got to do to be better and just move on from there. But not one person is to blame for this loss at all, not even close. We'll take a couple more. Chase uh, was handling it. I think he's handled it well. We're all frustrated. I mean, when you're 2-7, and seven, it's a lie. It's frustrating, but I mean, he's an adult, he's an NFL player, and he handles himself accordingly. Coming, hey John, coming out of the, go ahead, Michael. Uh, coming out of the Cowboys game, you guys, you guys had a lot, had a little momentum coming into the bye week, and uh, maybe felt like the practices were better, things were picking up. But it's since then, uh, you know, two losses. Where, where do you guys feel you are as a team right now? Where do we feel we are as a team? That's that's a tough question. We're, we're definitely a team with a lot of talent that hasn't figured it out yet. We haven't figured it out. We made too many mistakes, too many and too many self-inflicting injuries during the game. We dig ourselves in a hole. So there's a lot of there's a lot of things to work on going forward, but there's a lot of good things also coming out of it. You know, I mean, I think the key for this team right now is just to block off the media. We're going to get slammed in the media, and that's fine. That's what you guys' jobs for. We need we just need to buckle down, focus on what we got to do as a team, circle the wagons, and take care of one another, and take it one week at a time. Don't worry about nothing else, not the division. I don't care about none of that. It's a one-week season. And right now, our game moving forward is uh, Cincinnati Bengals. So we can't look forward. We can't look behind us. We have to take it one week at a time. We'll grow from this. It sucks. It's a hard pill to swallow, but we'll grow from this. Hey, John, you said you have to try to figure it out. How do you figure it out here? I mean, is it, is it basically trial by fire? How do you figure this out? We're a young team. 
young team is going to make mistakes, and that's not an excuse. We do have to play better. But it's experiences that help you grow, and this is all learning process right now. It's going to be okay. I, know, I understand for you know for the fans and for the people who've been supporting us and for the players, it's tough. <laughs> you want to point the finger, you want to blame on someone, but every player who played on that field today has something they can do better, something they can improve on. And it's about consistently, regardless of the outcome, doing your job and doing it at a high level. One game doesn't define you good or bad. One play doesn't define you good or bad. It's a cumulative effect. All right, once again, thanks to WashingtonFootball.com. That's going to do it for us right here on the Locked On Washington Football Team podcast. We'll hear from Ron Rivera on the next episode. We'll have crossover Thursday a little bit later on this week from the guys Locked On Bengals and plenty of reaction and coverage of the 2-7 and seven Washington football team. I'm Chris Russell. Thanks for listening. Thanks for downloading. Thanks to our sponsors, Built Go, DoorDash, and Pepsi. And thanks to you for being with us. Adios. If you're looking for the most comprehensive NFL draft coverage this offseason, look no further than the Locked On NFL Scouting Podcast. Join the draft dudes, Kyle Krabs and Joe Marino, as they go position by position through the NFL free agent class and into the star-studded crop of college stars who will be selected in the 2024 NFL Draft. If you want to know who your favorite NFL team should be adding to its roster, you need to check out Locked On NFL Scouting. Available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. Is your team eliminated from the playoffs and in need of reinforcements? Maybe it's time for a rebuild, or maybe they're just a player or two away from taking home the Lombardi Trophy. Either way, join Keith Sanchez and Damian Parson for Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast. They'll tell you which college football stars your team will be taking in the 2024 NFL Draft. Check out Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day.